Hi, welcome. This is Gary Rogowski with Splinters. And I have none currently, but that will change. Today's topic is about paying attention. And I will regale you with a tale where I did not. Oh, it's a sad one. It's a true one. It is true. It was some years ago. I was at the hardwood store and Back then, it was a fun place to go to, and folks were nice. I could regularly count on the manager saying, hey, we got something special. You should come down and take a look, and I would end up buying stuff. But anyway, I was there, and I was looking for some reason. I had a project building with um, eastern maple, hard rock maple. And those terms are very descriptive of, of the not only the hardness, but the weight of this material. Uh, it's the kind of stuff that makes you grunt when you have to pick up a, a piece of two-inch thick stock. And I was chatting with one of the store hands uh, who was tagged along as I was looking through lumber. And it was a pleasant time. We were just chatting along. And at this uh, lumber yard, they put all their lumber up off the floor, which is a great idea. They put it up on this two-by-four rack, and it's all standing vertically, uh, which is very efficient and uses the space above you, which is very, very good, very smart. Uh, but it is a few inches off the ground. And they do this because the concrete just sucks up so much water through it. You can put a vapor barrier down, but it's still moisture coming up every day. So, you know, the outside section of the wood always gets wet. Guaranteed. Always gets wet. So the wood is up off the ground. And being maybe three, four inches off the ground, the force of gravity has just enough time to think about reaching terminal velocity from that height. It doesn't reach terminal velocity, of course. It just thinks to itself, oh, terminal velocity, top speed, what a lovely idea. Let's see how fast it takes to get there. And, and then the trip is over. It's, you know, only three, four inches off the ground. But gravity is curious. Gravity is curious. So I was chatting with this helper, and I looked over the lumber and, you know, looked at a stick and didn't like it and rolled it out of the way. And I was, you know, what was I after? Only the best wood, only the best stock that I could find, clear, no knots. Um, and I was looking at a board and it was two inches thick and about 10 inches wide. And they was, these were all 10 footers. So it was heavy. And I rolled this piece off the rack by mistake. And the eager grip of gravity took it with apparent delight over the notion of terminal velocity, and it plummeted to the floor. Now, it took maybe a second. I mean, that's nowhere close to 12 seconds, which is how long it takes for terminal velocity to be reached. It's nowhere close. So I'm not going to exaggerate about how fast this 50-pound board, 80-pound board, no, 50-pound board. Let's not exaggerate. Just a 50-pound was going. I'm not going to argue that point. It wasn't, it was not terminal velocity. Maybe it was even shorter than a second to reach my left toe. Who can say? I wasn't paying attention. But my attention was gained very quickly when my toe was crushed and I grabbed my foot, started to hop around like Wiley Coyote after the roadrunner has dropped a giant vice onto his foot. Oh, I still give the store clerk credit for not laughing at me, because I would have killed him on the spot. It's just 
It was so painful. And I was hopping around like a cartoon character. It was so painful. He didn't even grin. He just didn't say a thing, which was the right move to make. Oh, desperate pain. I hopped around on my left foot for a while before I could even put it on the ground. It was so painful. And then it reminded me that, oh, I had to use this foot to walk on left foot, right foot. That sort of reminder. And I, I got the wood to the counter with the help of the clerk, and he checked me out and maybe even helped me put that board into my, into my truck, and I drove home. Now, in a period of time, oh, and I, I have to interrupt here. Uh, those of you who are not uh, fond of gruesome descriptions probably want to skip to the end of the podcast now. You know, um, if you if you don't like descriptions of surgical detail regarding my injury, you're probably going to want to just let this go and pick it up, you know, a minute or two later. Okay, if you want to stay, that's fine, as you wish. For as the pain in my left toe lessened to only a dull scream, <laughs> I decided I had to inspect the damage. I got back to the studio and took off my boot and Gently pulled off my sock and noticed that my toe's color had gone from regular to black. Crushed. And it throbbed like a drum in the night. Oh, my goodness. It reminded me that, alas, I was still alive. And alack, my regular pulse went all the way down to my toes. Woe was mine. What to do? Ice. Come on. Maybe after I cut off the toe, would I use ice? I wanted help right away. So I did a bit of research on hammer-smashed fingers or caught-in-the-door car thumbs. And I had read once, I remember reading once about heating a wire hot enough to drill through the nail to relieve the pressure. I said, okay, so I put a match to a piece of wire and I was desperate. Seemed odd, but I was desperate. And I tried it and it didn't work. So the wire wasn't getting hot enough to, to melt the nail. So I, I remembered another story, and I took myself over to my bench and got out my drill. Yep, got out my drill and an eighth-inch twist drill bit. The time had come for the drill and bit to meet my toenail. Now with most drilling, I put a piece of masking tape around the bit to warn me to slow down because I am almost at depth. But how thick is a toenail in inches? Not. Nah, very thick. So I had to push down on the throbbing toe, get the bit started, and then let up so I did not drill all the way through my toe. Twist bits are known to pull themselves into soft tissue situations, so I was in a delicate operation, and I was keen to avoid a mishap. Enough mishaps in this day. But pain, pain, remember, is a harsh commander when a solution seems to be nearby. I looked at the drill. I felt my toe crying for mercy. I commenced my drilling. It was not too many bit twists before I hit, let's call it pay dirt of a sort. As soon as I went through the nail, blood spurted up and out of me and I removed the bit and a little tiny geyser shot up of black blood and, and then it stopped. It was all over. The relief from the pressure can only be described as dazzling, eye-clearing exquisite. It was such a relief. But then it came back. But then the pain came back. <laughs> I rested a little bit, the pain came back. So 
I drilled the toe again, and I, now I had two holes, but the pain did not go away, and there was no relief of pressure as, as there was the first time. So it's a one-time use only on this pressure relief valve method. And the toe eventually calmed, you know, over the next few days and healed, although the misshapen nail reminds me every day that for my lack of concentration, it would look normal, but it does not. So that's it. That's my story. A moment's inattention. And, uh, you know, not a desperate injury. I managed to get around all right. I don't think the toe was broken. Anyway, those of you who, who passed over the gruesome details, uh, let's just say that my toenail just shows some scarring some 30 years after this event. Very simple moral. Pay attention. Pay attention to what you're doing. Don't do two things at once when you're doing something that's dangerous. Keep your focus on the many ways that a creative person like yourself can screw things up. Well, I speak for myself. Thank you for supporting the studio, and we will continue in some form or another to uh, regale you with these tales and offer some classes. I'm still moving my shop, so ah, I'm in the midst of it still, and building a new shop with the lumber prices the way they are now is, well, it's making me pause. Anyway, please check out the gallery section now on the online mastery program pages, um, putting up student work in our second year. Uh, our second year students uh, are make, making some nice stuff, making some nice stuff, making some real progress. Our mastery program will start again this September, late September, early October. Um, so if you're interested in the program, please drop me a note and I'll send, send along a prospectus. But we're doing everything online and we'll continue with that until I get a new shop built. And as I say, that's, that's on hold for a little bit. Thank you again for your support. If you like what you hear, support us on coffee.com. Be safe out there. You might be working right next to a knucklehead like I was. Take care. Bye-bye.